Hi dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. Now, dear friends, you are listening to Fabiano Nyonguru, currently ministering both at Meros Park as well as Sinai Seventh-day Adventist Churches here in South Australia. And I'm glad and I'm thankful that you have tuned into Faith FM. And for the next hour, we are going to spend a wonderful time together as we explore a wonderful topic. Understanding Daniel and Revelation is it possible under the theme, Five Dangerous uh, Beliefs for the Contemporary Christian. Let me repeat that. The theme is five dangerous beliefs for the contemporary Christian. But today's topic, my friend, is once again a continuation of where we started off uh, yesterday. And uh, yesterday we looked at a, a quite an interesting subject, which our uh, 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 host, uh, you know, our co-host rather, helped us understand some of the discoveries that um, uh, confirm once again the validity of the Bible. Uh, Theological discoveries as well as scientific proofs that gives us certainty uh, and that really helps us to solidify our faith in the Bible. And not only that, my friend, today we are taking this now uh, another step further. And the question for today is understanding Daniel and Revelation. Is it possible? Once again, let me introduce my co-host for today. And it is one, once again, uh, Gary uh, Webster. Now, Gary is... Um uh, a person who has traveled the world and holds uh, archaeological uh, degree as well as degrees in history, science, and religion, and uh, has also presented on the uh, uh, ancient mysteries and lost civilizations. And so he has a great wealth of information to share with us all. Once again, this is our special guest, uh, Gary Webster. Welcome to the radio program, Gary. Hello, great to be back again. Yes. yes, wonderful. Sorry, I think there we kind of uh, missed the uh, the first name there. I don't know what happened. Technological stuff there, but yes, welcome. Good. Yeah, and yeah. Look, we, mm-hmm. this is this is a very important topic tonight that we're going to be discussing. Wonderful. Yes, and we are all excited. You know, Daniel and Revelation. These are some of the books, especially Revelation, that uh, some people shy away from because they say, "Hey, you know, this book is filled with beasts and other uh, creatures that are very scary." And people wonder many a times whether these books can actually be understood. And so we are uh, we're in for a treat today. Now, friends, you can probably tell that my voice isn't. Uh, that good today is ever since yesterday I uh, started losing my voice but hey by God's grace we'll be able to manage and so uh, for those who are interested in actually listening to yesterday's uh, program you can actually go to faithfm.com.au or get the Faith FM app and once you are on there just look for the drive time program the big Q&A uh, program it is called Drive time, big Q and A, and once you're there, you'll be able to listen not only to yesterday's uh, uh, presentation, but even other uh, present- presentations and other radio shows on the Faith FM uh, network. And friends, I believe that 
this is an app that you that you should have uh and uh, in fact uh, some of you have been asking uh how do we connect with you how do we ask questions how do we send in a prayer request once again if you just keep this number uh 04888808 11 that will be the number that you need once again 04888808811 and so before we get into the uh, topic of today i'll just like to open with a short word of prayer and then we'll come to a song uh just a short break and then immediately after that we'll resume into our study let's pray together Father in heaven, we invite your presence once again. We pray that you may help us understand uh, the study of today. Lord, we pray that uh, as we uh, seek to understand the book of Daniel Revelation, that today's uh, program will once again give us the keys that, uh, that we need in order to unlock uh, the mysteries of those two books. Father, be with us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, dear friend, we do have a free giveaway today, a wonderful uh, magazine, Hope Through Prophecy by Dustin Peslin. Now, this wonderful giveaway uh, is one that uh, I believe you should have in your library. It really does help you get into the details of the book of Daniel Revelation. So I will let you know how to get your free giveaway uh, today. If you just stay with us, we just come to a song. And this is a song by Andy McLeod, Signs of the Times. And immediately after the song, uh, we'll then let you know how to get that free giveaway. So please stay with us. We'll be right back shortly. And here is the song. Enjoy and stay with us. Oh, oh, oh. 
to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Fabiano Nyonghuru and our co-host for today is Gary Webster and our theme for this week has been five dangerous beliefs for the new for the contemporary Christian but the topic of today is understanding Daniel and Revelation is it possible? It is a topic that is in a form of a question. Now, if you're interested in today's uh, giveaway, you will need to send the following code word to the number 04888-80811. And the code word is SA128. SA128, as in SA, as in the abbreviation for South Australia. SA128. Thank you, my friends. Let me once again, uh, ask uh, Pastor Gary to uh, take us back once again into this uh, topic of today. Uh, obviously, we started on this yesterday and we uh, uh, looked at the validity of the Bible and the trustworthiness of the Bible. And so today we are looking at uh, Daniel and Revelation and we are posing the question, uh, Gary, and the question is, there, you know, is it possible to be understood? Yeah, vital, vital question, and uh, uh, Fabiano. And yesterday's one, you know, can we trust the Bible is critical because sadly, uh, many people don't trust all of the Bible, even Christians. And today, um, this topic is critical because you see, many think it's impossible to understand. In fact, I know of people who discourage people from actually studying the book of uh, Revelation in particular, and also, of course, Daniel. Mm. But you know, uh, Jesus Christ actually gave these two books and told us to study them. I mean, right. think about Daniel. Mm-hmm. Jesus was giving his signs of the of Jerusalem's fall and of the end of the world. And this is what he actually said in Matthew chapter 24, verse 15. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, and then he added these words, mm-hmm. whoever reads, let him understand. understand. That's right. So really critical, isn't it? Definitely. And then, of course, yeah. And then, of course, the book of Revelation, I mean, it was given by Jesus himself. Uh, so I'm not sure why people say it, we shouldn't be, you know, studying it. And In fact, maybe if you could read for us, Fabian, if you've got it there, Revelation chapter 1, verse 1 and 3. It's very specific what Jesus said. Oh, yes. It says the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which must surely take place. And uh, a few lines um, down, it says, Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it. Mm, for the time <laughs> is near. Plain, yeah. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, he, said he, 
He gave it to show his servants. His servants means God's friends, his people, what must take place. And whoever reads and hears it, you know, there's a blessing. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a vital question and mm. one that Jesus wants us to know for sure that, it, yes, it is possible to understand it. Wonderful. So, Which so probably, yes. Go ahead. Yeah, Go I was going to say, so these two books, the, the book of Daniel and Revelation, form what we call the apocalyptic literature, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, that's right. They are apocalyptic literature. Mm. In fact, in fact, there's a few books that have apocalyptic um, literature in them. I right. mean, Daniel and Revelation are not the only one. Matthew has a bit in it. Mark has some. Luke has some. Second Thessalonians. And there are also parts of other the prophets in the Old Testament. Right. Um, and so perhaps, Fabiana, we ought to look at the characteristics of this sort of prophecy because I think that will help people to understand um, why it's so important. Yes, definitely. So, char- so characteristic number one of apocalyptic prophecy, this sort of prophecy, is that it's always given during times of persecution or trouble for God's people. I mean, where's Daniel, for example? Oh, yeah, he was in, in Babylon. He was a, yeah, a, cap- a, captive. a captive with all the Jewish people. Yeah. That's right. What about John? Uh, John was also uh, in prison on the, on the island yeah, of right. Padmos. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, they tried to burn him in boiling oil. He wouldn't fry. Glad <laughs> for that. God protected him. Mm. And so they, they exiled into the, the penal colony of Patmos uh, there. So they're always given in times of trouble. Why? Because mm. God gives us hope in troublous times. That's a tremendous thing. Mm. Wow, in fact, in fact Luke, Luke 21, uh, verse 28, puts it this way. Know when these things begin to happen. Jesus is giving some apocalyptic prophecies here in the book of Luke, as he's uh-huh. overlooking the Mount of Olives, mm-hmm. he says, "Now, when the sorry, when he's on the Mount of Olives, overlooking Jerusalem, now when these things begin to happen, look up, lift up your heads, because your redemption draws near." In other words, the best is yet to come. Don't you know, given in troublous times. In fact, maybe you could read Jeremiah because Jeremiah made a lot of predictions. But but read for us Jeremiah twenty nine verse eleven, which shows why God gives us prophecies. In difficult times, and of course, Jeremiah prophesied in difficult times. Not of all of this was apocalyptic, but it does have some. Oh yes, uh, Jeremiah twenty nine verse eleven. He says, "For I know the thoughts that I think toward you," says the Lord, "thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope." Isn't that fantastic, man? Yeah, that is very reassuring. That is very comforting. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Well, that's the first. That's the first characteristic of this sort of literature. It's given during troublous times to give us to give us hope. Uh-huh. Uh, the second one is the predictions are long range. They're not sort of just dealing with little predictions of the, about, say, the Assyrians or, or the Medo-Persians in the immediate, though they talk about those. But the main thing is they're long range predictions that begin uh, in, the, in the time of the, the writer himself and then move on down through time to the setting up of, of God's kingdom. In fact, Maybe we ought to look at Daniel chapter 2 and verse 44, because this is a classic example of that. Perhaps uh, you could read that for us, Fabiana. No, no worries. Uh, Daniel chapter 2 verse 44, it says, In the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Hmm. What wow. a tremendous thing. Now, of course, in that prophecy, which we're not going to get into, uh-huh. but 
he begins in the in the prophet's time. He says, right. Daniel actually says to the king Nebuchadnezzar, you are the head of God. We're starting at your time, mm. but we're moving down to the end times in the verse that you've just read when God sets up his forever kingdom. Wonderful. I mean, Wonderful. Revelation eleven fifteen is a, is another example of that because it says in verse 15 of chapter 11, then the seventh angel, this is the last of the seven angels who blow their trumpets, mm. he sounded and there were loud voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ and he will reign forever and forever. Wow. So always begins in the prophet's time but ends up down in the end of time. That's the second thing, long-range predictions. The third act, third characteristic of apocalyptic literature is the activity of angels. You see angels are flying everywhere. Right. And I think a classic example of that is Revelation 7, verse 1. They're not only flying, but they're doing stuff to help people. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could read verse Verse 1 for it, just as an example. Yes, uh, verse 1 says, After these things I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth and the sea or or, or any tree. All heaven is pretty much uh, yeah. in, in, in spoken of here. Mm. Yeah, in other words, heaven is active. The angels are pushing back, holding back. Why are they holding back? Mm. Because people are not ready for God to set up his kingdom, and God's such a loving God. He, he's not willing that any should perish, so the angels hold back, hold back, you know. Wonderful. That's a beautiful picture. Mm, uh, and so, all in, in especially in Revelation, all heaven is active because mm. God loves people. He's, he's there to help humans and, uh, and and to help them. So that's the third characteristic, that is, that, that we see angels are very active. The fourth characteristic is there's constant movement mm. in the prophecy between heaven and and earth, constant moving between what happens on earth, in other words, earthly events, and you see heaven's reactions or activities, uh, uh, this, this moving backwards and forwards. When something happens on earth, right. heaven moves into action, in other words. And when something happens in heaven, there are consequences mm-hmm. on the earth. And, and what is this indicating? There's a closeness, you see, between heaven and earth. God is interested in people. Mm-hmm. He loves them. And he's very active. That's powerful. Yeah, maybe, Fabiana, you could read Daniel 7, verse 21, because here's a classic example. All right, Daniel chapter 7, verse 21. The Bible says, I was watching, and the same horn was making war against the saints and prevailing against them. Until the ancient of days came in, uh, came, uh, and a judgment was made in favor of the saints of the Most High, and the time came for the saints to possess the kingdom. I think I read into 20, verse 22 there. No, that's good. That's what I want. That's great. Now, what a picture that is. Oh, yeah. So, in other words, this little horn, whoever it is, and that's another story, mm. he's, he's trouncing God's people. He's giving them a hard time. Right. Uh, that's on earth. Right. But then Daniel's eyes go up to heaven and he sees, but God, until the Ancient of Days came and, and God pronounced the judgment in the heavenly court in favor of his people. So something on earth happening, mm. God 
moves into action. Beautiful, isn't it? Oh, it is, it is. And, you know, there are those who are sending in text messages. We want to thank you for interacting. It really is, uh, uh, what should I say? It's encouraging knowing that uh, there are people listening at the end of the line. Thank you, uh, Yvonne, for uh, tuning in. A- any other person uh, who's listening to us all across the country, uh, the number is 04888. 80811. So please, uh, uh, send in, you know, your prayer request. Uh, let us know where you're listening from. Please try to interact. We really do appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, yes, uh, sorry to interrupt there, uh, Gary. No, no, it's great to have people, uh, texting in. Mm. Yeah. That, so that's the fourth thing. There's, there, there, there are, there's a closeness between heaven and earth. The right. movement from, from earth to heaven and backwards and forwards. The, the, the fifth feature is that there are, angelic interpreters. In other words, angels come to help the prophet understand and to help us people today to understand the vision that the prophet has. Mm. I think a beautiful uh, example of this is Daniel chapter 8, verse 16, where it says, uh, Daniel says, I heard a man's voice between the banks of the Ulai, that's a canal there in in, uh, Medo Persia, Mm -hmm. who, who called and said, Gabriel, Make this man understand the vision. So Daniel's trying to get his head around this thing, um, and a a heavenly voice calls out, "Hey, Gabriel, you go and help Daniel to understand." Isn't that terrific? Mm, That's that's amazing. You know, there are those who maybe uh, have uh, struggled to understand the Book of Revelation, or were very fearful of that. Seeing that truly heavenly angels are sent to actually help people understand this, or to uh, uh, I guess encourage people. Really, Mm. yes, yes. In fact, we're going to come. To a little later on about so how do you understand this book more? I mean, this is actually helping to open up oh, yes. the book, but but uh, we'll come to to okay. So um, yeah, how how does heaven help us today? You know, mm. but, uh, it's fantastic. Now that the, the sixth characteristic, of course, which catches many people's attention is the symbols. Right. And, and there are a whole lot of them, aren't there? Oh, yeah. Beasts and uh, dragons and seals and horns. So many of yes, them. Ex- <laughs> yes, exactly. They're everywhere. Mm. Uh, here's, here's one example, Revelation 13. 1. Maybe you read this first because this one, this one really catches people's attention. Oh, oh yeah. The, then it says uh, <clears throat> in, in chapter 13, verse 1 of the book of Revelation, Then I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. In other words, what does all that mean? (laughs) Exactly, yeah. (laughs) But what we're going to see is these symbols are actually interpreted by the Bible, and we'll come Mm. to that a little bit later on. Uh But that's what we see in this sort of literature, lots of of beasts and so on. The the seventh uh, factor or characteristic of apocalyptic is, is there's a the backdrop to all the prophecies is that there's a great cosmic conspiracy or a great cosmic conflict or battle that's going on mm. behind the scenes. Right. And uh, I think a, a classic example of this is in Daniel chapter 10. You see, Daniel has four great visions. Right. He has one in chapter 2, one in chapter 7, chapter 8 and 9 together, and then the last vision he has is chapter 10, 11, and 12. Mm. But at the beginning of this vision, the, the curtains pulled back, and we see that, hey, there's something going on behind the scenes, and, and, and the players out the front are actually, there's someone moving behind them. So here we go. Right. Daniel chapter 10, 13, it says, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia, this is, this is the angel talking, Right. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. And behold, Michael, chief of the princes, came 
to help me, says this heavenly being. Mm. Now, the prince of the kingdom of Persia is not is not the king, you know, the prince himself. Jesus said, the prince of this earth is who? Uh, yes, the prince of this earth, it's, um, yes. sorry, you caught me off guard there. I was looking at something. Yes. But, uh, no, but, no, but no, I do no. believe that uh, Jesus is the prince of this uh, of this world. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Jesus, of course, is the, is the king of kings and the, the Lord king of lords. of kings, that's prince, right. Yeah, but the prince of this world, he, he, Jesus said, this is, this is the devil. Ah, this is, this is, right. I told you I was off guard. I was just looking at the program here. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to give you one out of ten for that one, Fabiana. Yes, yes, for sure. <laughs> mm, mm. But you're, but you're no, right. No. Jesus is truly the King of Kings because re- the book of Revelation yeah. does uh, say that he comes, uh, you know, sitting on the throne. That's right. Yeah, mm. exactly. But he said, Jesus said, the prince of this world has comes to me, but he's got nothing in me. Mm. And he was talking about Satan. Right. So, so you know the the prince the, the the kings of Persia, the Bible said behind them they're just the front yes. for this being this demon called the devil. He mm. works and uses uh, powers. The first front the devil used, of course, was that snake in the Garden of Eden. Oh yes. Um, so so here, here so in other words, behind the scenes there's the devil, but there's also God, and uh, this being called Michael here mm. is helping this this angel to get through to Daniel who's praying at this time. Read for us Daniel, uh, Revelation 12, 7. I think this is even more clear that there's a war that's going on behind what we see, behind the play and the counterplay of human beings. There's a big battle going on. Oh yes, the Bible does say here in Revelation chapter 12, verse 7, And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail, for nor was uh, a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, the servant of the serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Well, that's even more clear, isn't it? Mm, yeah, know, for sure. Behind the scenes, behind the behind the one that sorry. Deceiving the whole world is the devil, and in this case, he's pictured as a dragon mm. because it's pretty vicious. Wow! So, so that's the that's the that's the the sort of the the seventh characteristic is you have this backdrop behind it. There's a big war going on. Mm. Now sure. that probably brings us brings us now, uh, Fabiano, to so so. What's the purpose of apocalyptic prophecy? Why did yeah. why did God give us this sort of prophecy just for fun? Just to just to confuse us or something? <laughs> nah, definitely not. I think I think there's one thing you've already alluded to. One is to really give us hope, um, and yeah. and uh, I guess seeing that God uh, is able to speak about future events before they happen. Really, that also speaks to the fact that He's also all knowing and uh, He's in control. Um, yeah, it really. Uh, if someone has. Uh, you know, uh, a, a special understanding or knowledge about something, uh, it really does put that individual on a vantage ground. And so, um, you know, God truly is all-knowing. He's in control and uh, uh, and uh, he's here to give us hope. True. I, I like what you said there that, uh, about the fact that the, because God can, because these prophecies are here, one of the reasons is that, so we can believe. We talked about mm. that yesterday. Yes. So that's one of the purposes. And the other one you alluded to was to, br- you know, we mentioned before to bring hope to God's people through the ages. Mm. I mean, what what the prophecies are telling us is God is in control right. behind the play and the counterplay of humans. God is at work behind the scenes for His people. He's with them. 
Right. He cares. And of course, all of us, Fabiano, we go through trouble uh, in our lives, you know, maybe a marriage problem, maybe our kids, maybe sickness, mm. maybe a loss of a job, or, you know, a house is burnt down and we wonder, where is God? But through the prophecies like this, God is telling us, I'm here, behind the scenes, I'm in control. If I can care for the affairs of this world, I can care for you. Mm. That's right. That's Daniel right. chapter Daniel chapter 2, verse 21 is a beautiful thing because it tells us that. Daniel has uh, just been getting this great vision that King Nebuchadnezzar was given. And that's something interesting here too, Fabiana, by, uh, you know, just as an aside. Oh, yes. God gave the vision to a pagan king first. Yeah, that's quite interesting. <laughs> oh, man. what a co- You see, the Babylonians believed dreams were omens of the future. Mm. And so wow. God gives this man the sort of, ways that he, he's familiar with. Mm. But of course, this vision doesn't come from having too much the night before. God, God <laughs> gives this vision. That's right, that's <laughs> right. And, and, and Daniel says these words, he changes the times and the seasons, he removes kings, and he raises up kings. We ought not get too anxious about what's happening in the world sometimes. Mm. It that's looks right. terrible, but we ought to remember our God is in control. That's right. And uh, he is looking after uh, things. He, he, he knows what's necessary. Mm. Um, oh. I think the second reason for prophecy, aside from what you mentioned about believing, we probably should put that as the first one. It helps uh-huh. us to believe that there is a God. Yes. Is it, it reveals Christ and his work for his people. Wonderful, wonderful. You know, yeah. Fabiano, many people miss that about prophecy. They see the beasts, they see the nasties, they see the monsters. And if we miss, the, in fact, the prophecies are given to reveal how good God is mm. in the midst of turmoil. Wow, that's, that's, that's good. That's good news. I think you, yeah, I think you mentioned earlier on, you read a text where it said, the revelation of who? Jesus Christ. Mm. Exactly. It's not just from Jesus. That's right. But it's about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And maybe, um, let me just share with you. It, it shows that Jesus, he's the one uh, who, because of his great love for his people, he gave his life. He washes their sins in his blood, it says in Revelations 1, verse 5. It's wonderful to know our sins are forgiven. That's right. It says, he's the rock of ages who smashes the image uh, to pieces in Daniel chapter 2. He's the son of man in Daniel chapter 7 who delivers his people from the Antichrist Mm. and gives them the eternal kingdom in Daniel 7. He's the Lamb of God who by his death gives us victory over Satan and the end time powers of evil. Uh, He's the King of Kings who comes to rescue his people and give them an eternal home in Daniel chapter, Revelation 19, Mm. where actually God lives with his people forever. What a picture that is. Mm-hmm. And he's the husband of his bride in Revelation chapter uh, 19 and 20. His people, he's setting up a beautiful home for them where he's going to actually live with them. It, what beautiful pictures of Jesus in the, in the prophecy. Oh, definitely. Now, this truly, as I'm listening to you, uh, Gary, I, I, I'm just um, thinking anyone out there who's listening, truly, if you've been fearful of the book of Daniel, the book of Revelation, or, you know, this apocalyptic uh, literature, I hope that this has really uh, given you more encouragement and uh, um, relieved your fears because truly what we are seeing here is that uh, uh, these actually are meant to be, these, these should be the books that we are reading and, and studying Absolutely. so as to understand. Mm. 
Wow. Yeah. Oh, very, very fascinating. So just before we come to a break, I would just like to, uh, um, you know, just remind our listener that um, we do have a free giveaway. And uh, that giveaway is a magazine that uh, takes you through the book of Daniel and Revelation and helps you understand uh, the, uh, you know, some of the great chapters and themes uh, of these books. Uh, helps you give you, uh, you know, a, a bigger picture as well as a, uh, a more uh, orderly, uh, uh, you know, and well-designed uh, structure so as to study these books and understand them. You know, this is a this is truly. Uh, a magazine that you that you should have. It is called Hope Through Prophecy. And if you're interested in getting this free giveaway, all you have to do is text the following code word SA128 to the number 04888080811. When you do that, the Faith FM uh, bot will reply asking for your details. So please do text to us uh, the code word SA128. 128. Uh, that is SA as in the abbreviation for South Australia, SA, and then 128. So let's come to a short break. And immediately after the break, we'll be back and we'll plunge deep into the subject and, and we want to really look at how, uh, to understand this box. And so, uh, let's just take time to think and meditate on what we have just heard. And, uh, because I believe that uh, we have just uh, heard something quite profound something powerful so here is the song that we have now the writings of the wall king of babylon by your knees the writings on the wall your kingdom's days are numbered and it's just about to fall your gods of silver bronze and gold can't save your soul at all so king you better sing some praise to heaven the writings on the wall now once in Babylon, a king upon his throne, let wine and foolish pride go to his head. Then there appeared one night, a hand by the candlelight, and it wrote a note, and this is what it said. King of Babylon, bow your knees, the writing's on the wall. Days are numbered and it's just about to fall. Your gods of silver, bronze, and gold can't save your soul at all. So, King, you better sing some praise to heaven. The writing's on the wall. Save your soul at all So can 
sing, you better sing some praise to heaven. The writing's on the wall. What a song. Welcome back to Faith FM. Drive time, big Q&A with Fabiano. And our co-host for today is Gary Webster. And once again, friends, Gary is an international speaker. Uh, he holds degrees in archaeology, history, science, and religion, and has traveled the world researching lost civilizations. And only that, he is coming to Adelaide starting uh, August the 5th, uh, and he'll be presenting on a number of topics uh, on the uh uh, on, a, on, a, on a program, uh, he calls the Prophetica. And, um, this program is one that you should not miss. It is going to be a night like none other. One of those wonderful nights where you'll be, uh, pretty much, uh, led onto an adventure and you learn quite a lot. In fact, uh, uh, here in Adelaide, we will hold the, uh, uh, same event in two locations, uh, one at Glendore Community Center, just uh, next to Anzac Highway. Uh, they're starting Saturday the 5th uh, of August at 5 p.m. You really want to reserve yourself a, uh, a seat, a free seat. This is a free event. All you have to do is pretty much uh, go to prophetica.com and register. That is prophetica.com and register. And not only that, then up north at uh, Mosson Lakes uh, Denison Center, there will be also the same program starting, however, on uh, Sunday uh, the 6th at 5 p.m. And so, my friends, I welcome once again Gary uh, Webster as we continue on this topic, Understanding Daniel and Revelation. Is it possible? Welcome back, Gary. Thank you, Fabiano. Hey, I love that song. That was a beauty. Oh yeah, that was good. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. You know, you know, you know. We use that term. The writings on the wall. Many people don't realize it comes from the prophet Daniel. Mm, <laughs> that's, yeah. That story. Yeah, hey, yeah, uh, that's right. About, yeah, that's where it comes from. Uh, talking about prophetica, um, we'll be actually talking about some of the the tremendous discoveries of archaeology that show that the not only the Bible, but especially the prophecies are dependable and reliable. Mm. I'll be sharing things from, from ancient uh, Babylon and Iraq and from Medo-Persia. The, and, yeah, it's just amazing what archaeologists have found that confirms not just the Bible itself, else, you know, all over the place, but in particular prophecies dealing with our own time. And uh, so we'll be able to look at some of those exciting things. That's wonderful. Now, I think, I think Fabiana, we need to continue on. Uh, uh, understanding these books. Uh, the next thing is, so okay, how do we understand these things? I mean, they look like a, someone's had a nightmare when you first <laughs> read them, don't they? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but how do we understand? Well, there's a few key tips that, that we have. Mm. Uh, the first one is prayer. 
Now, it was the Holy Spirit who inspired the prophet and gave them these visions, so he's the one that can help us understand them. Mm. And and I think the, the psalmist expressed it lovely, uh, very well, in Psalm 119, verse 18, where he said, Open my eyes that I may behold or I may see wonderful things that come from your law. Now, the law means the writings right. of God, the instructions of God in Scripture. Mm-hmm. And in the book of Daniel, Daniel says that people need to listen to the law and the prophets because yes. the prophets actually exemplify and explain the law. And in the books of Daniel and the Revelation, we have the the, the instructions of God highlighted in a, in a magnificent way. For example, a very important two texts, actually, in, in Revelation that, that begin and end John's great vision of the end-time conflict, they start with these words, the dragon was angry with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed who keep the commandments of God. That's the law of God and have the testimony of Jesus. And then that great fight that we're going to unpack in Prophetica and and the, the, the programs that follow, it says, here is the patience of God's saints, his friends. Here are those who keep the commandments of God, again, and there it is, and have the faith of Jesus. So you see, when David prays, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law, he's saying, God, I need your help to understand these things. Well, that's pro- that's profound. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's it's one of the most beautiful things that we we actually see uh, that comes to light here. Mm. Now, the sorry, you're going to say something? Yeah, no, I was just I was just thinking here. Uh, it, you know, since the Holy Spirit is the one behind the writings uh, that we found in Scripture, you know, who inspired the authors of the Bible. He is really the one to help us understand because, exactly. because he was the one who inspired them with the, with the ideas and, and, and directed their thoughts. That's, that's, that's powerful. Exactly. And it makes sense that we should pray and seek for his aid. Mm. Right, exactly. And that's the first point. Yeah. Mm. The second one is, it's rather an interesting one. Some that, something that we probably don't think of, but Jesus made it very plain that if you want to understand something in his word, we must obey what we already know. And this is a, this is a, a very important principle. For example, John chapter 8, verse 31, it says, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, in other words, followers of Jesus, yeah. if you abide in my word, that means if you stay uh, and, and follow what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you are my disciples indeed. And then he adds these words, and you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Wow, that's do you, do you see his point? Oh, yes. If we follow what he says, then we'll know the truth. Well, in other words, God will reveal more truth to us. Wonderful. And of all the books in the Bible, these are the, probably the most difficult ones. But if we follow what we already know, God will explain things to us. I think Jesus explained it beautifully in Revelation chapter 1, verse 3. He said, Blessed is he who reads. And those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep, in meaning obey the things which are written in it, for the time is near. Wow. So that's the second way to understand. Mm. 
Mm. Let's put our lives in harmony with what we already know. Follow what God says and he will give greater light to us. That's that's really good. That's really good. So you pray and then you come with a heart that is willing to obey. Mm. Hey, good. That's a good way to put it. Exactly. Wow, that's powerful. Uh, then, then the third way to understand uh, Revelation and Daniel is this, that they are they have Old Testament and New Testament stories and events in them, especially, of course, the Revelation. Mm. So the Old Testament stories flow through the book of Revelation. For example, you have mention of Moses come through. It says they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God and the Lamb, uh, and the song of the Lamb beside this great sea, it says. Now, that's a, that's a reference back to the Old Testament story yes. of the crossing of the Red Sea. That's you right. have the story of Babylon comes through. That's the old Babylon of Daniel's time. It features called Babylon the Great. It mentions that, you know, uh, everybody's going to bow down to the image of the beast. That's a reference to Daniel chapter 3 when these three boys were told, if you don't bow to the image, you'll you will lose your life. Mm. And they said, we can't bow to an image. God says, only worship him. Don't worship a, a, an idol or a statue. You know, So these guys wouldn't do it. So that story is picked up and says, in the end times, people are going to be forced to do things that they really don't believe they should be doing. But if we're faithful, we won't do those things. We'll be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The story of Elijah flows through Revelation. Mm. You see, in... in um, in Revelation chapter, uh, the seven churches visions, the chapter two, you see a woman called Jezebel is mentioned. Uh, not the, not the literal Jezebel. So what, why does God introduce these, these stories, bits of the stories? Because you see, to the Jewish mind to whom, uh, you know, Jewish Christians and so on who received this revelation, first of all, mm-hmm. just one word reminded them of some of these great events of the past. And so it's not the story itself, it's the principles that flow through those stories that God brings out in Revelation. Interesting. Wow. Let, 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 me, just, let me just give you a bit more, just to, just to illustrate what we're saying. Uh-huh. Um, it, I mentioned a moment ago Jezebel. She's mentioned in the fourth of the seven churches of Revelation. Now, of course, Jezebel was a Phoenician princess, a Canaanite, a Baal worshipper, and she brought paganism mm. into Israel. Uh, And that resulted in what we call apostasy. In other words, falling away from the truth of the Bible and away from God. Israel Mm. departed. Now, so what John is saying here in Revelation, this is not the literal Jezebel, but what did Jezebel stand for? She stood for bringing the things of paganism among God's people. So in the Christian period, pagan things are going to come in, sadly, into Christianity. Mm. And in fact, they did. I mean, we have... The example, for example, like the Bible says death is asleep. Right. They don't know anything, but most Christians believe in an immortal soul mm-hmm. and that the dead are not really dead. They're either in heaven or hell at death. Well, where did that come from? Yeah. Well, Tertullian, an early church father, tells us, he said, when I talk of the immortal soul, I get that idea from Plato. Right. Now, Tertullian was an early church father living in the second, third century um AD, after, Christi- after the Bible was finished. Uh, but he says, I got the idea from Plato. And Plato was a pagan. Plato believed that the body was like a house, and when at death, like the house crumbles, the immortal soul gets let loose. 
So, so <laughs> in other words, these these teachings, just like teachings came into Israel and, and beliefs came from paganism, so sadly, that's why it's meant Jezebel is going to come, is found in the fourth church. Things come into the Christian church that are not actually in the Bible. Wow, that's that's quite amazing, and I, I can see that time is against us. But one, if I may quickly interject here, one thing that I'm seeing here is that it is good then to, as we are reading the book of Revelation, that we are also mindful that there are some imageries and principles that have been drawn from that which uh, the Israelites or the people of God already knew. So really, it it it, for, it it requires us to also go back to that Old Testament stories to to truly understand the principles at play. And then ah. we unlock, or we are better. We will be better to understand uh, what the uh, the Book of Revelation is actually uh, referring to. Interesting. Exactly. So, so the Bible is its own interpreter. We don't Wonderful. just guess at it. We can go back to the Old Testament and the mm. New Testament and pick them up. And another um, way to understand Revelation is uh, and Daniel is that the temple or the sanctuary features in these books. Right. Um, uh, the, for example, the temple was the way, you know, that taught to people how salvation would come before Jesus came. But mm-hmm. the prophecies of Daniel both have, are soaked with temple imagery or pictures. For example, in Daniel 8, the beasts are a ram and a goat. These are temple beasts. Right. The other, in chapter 7, there were lions and leopards, you know. But in this chapter, why? Because he talks about a sanctuary being cleansed in that chapter. In mm-hmm. Revelation, you've got you've got seven candlesticks. You've got the Ark of the Covenant. It mentions in chapter 11, verse 19, you have the altar of incense mentioned. These are all bits and furniture of the sanctuary. Now, what's this telling us? Well, if we understand the temple, we're going to understand both the times and the, and the settings of the ministry of Jesus in the end times. That's what it's, That's why it's very critical to understand the temple because of these, these books are filled with that imagery. Mm, wow, that's powerful. By the way, we'll, in the programs coming up, we'll be actually showing people how that, that takes place. Wonderful, wonderful. And so, the sanctuary, the numbers that are repre- that are spoken of there. Uh, so, so in a sense, yes, going back to the Old Testament, going back to the sanctuary, uh, we'll be able to understand the Book of Revelation. So, it's not it's not a difficult book. In fact, it is no. one we are invited to study and understand. Mm. Yeah, and once we study, we understand a bit of the sanctuary, the temple. The revelation just suddenly opens up to us. Right, right. Now that's, that's another that's one. Powerful. Another mm-hmm. important principle, Fabiano, is that both Daniel and the Re- Revelation have what we call a principle of repetition yes. and enlargement. Mm-hmm. You'll notice there's, you know, a big there's a vision of a big statue of various metals. Right. Then the next the next vision is four four beasts, four metals. Now four beasts. Now, in other words, as we move on through both Daniel and Revelation, we cover the same time periods, but we, we're given a different aspect of those time periods. Mm-hmm. So there's repetition, but we get more details the further we move into those books. Interesting. Repetition. That's, that's, okay. I, I understand that because obviously, uh, for those who are visual, you want to be given a picture and, you know, they say a picture is worth thousands of words. So uh, thousands of words. Yes. So really, uh, I can understand how, uh, this, uh, idea of repeating and enlarging helps us, I guess, uh, emphasize and cement, uh, the most important and crucial, uh, message of, uh, of the vision in the chapter. Mm. Yeah, let me just give a, a quick rundown. For example, in Daniel is in two sections. You've got the, the history half, 
which is the stories of Daniel and his friends, and then you've got the prophecies mainly in the second half. Now, the prophecies repeat the same time frame, but with more detail. But the stories, they tell us how to live in the end times of the prophecies. Live like Daniel and his mates. Right. Basically. Mm, interesting. And then finally, finally, one more, Revelation. Um, you have uh, half of it is historical prophecies. We go over the same period from the cross to the coming of Jesus three, three times. But when we get to the second half of Revelation, it's dealing with the end times in which we're living mainly. Right. And obviously, this, this book is also filled with symbols. So understanding oh, yeah. symbols and I know just taking them literally have becomes very helpful. That's interesting. Let's, let, let's notice that quickly, Fabiano. For example, mm. beasts represent kingdoms. Now, we don't guess at that. Daniel actually says the fourth beast will be a fourth kingdom. Uh, the angels and the stars, they represent, sorry, the stars, I should say, and the candles. The stars are said to represent angels. And the candles represent the church. We're told that very specifically in the book itself. Right. So the books unlock themselves, but other parts of the Bible unlock it for us. Thank you so much, Gary. And uh, all this, once again, at Prophetica. And uh, you really want to reserve a seat for yourself and your friend. Go to Prophetica.com. That is Prophetica.com. And so I'm looking forward to this. Now, some of you may say, well, I do not. I uh, know how to get onto the internet. Well, you can call 1-800-77-2020. That is 1-800-77-2020 to reserve yourself a seat. Now, friends, unfortunately, because of time, that's all we have for today. May God bless you. And as you study the book of Daniel and Revelation, may one, may you remember once again that this is, uh, uh, a literature that is there to give you hope, to help, to help you, uh, uh understand and have certainty, to really help us, uh, 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 believe. And so thank you and may God bless you. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Fire, they wouldn't bend, they wouldn't bow, they wouldn't burn.